Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. You know what I mean? Like, so and it's like you hear all these. And then Joe was also talking about how like in, in Japan, there's a lot more cases of children serial killers or other kids are just killing other kids just to like see what's, what's up. Like what it feels like. Yeah. And they would take him in the, in the fucking woods and just kill him and like decapitate them like crazy shit, bro. It's crazy Stuff you don't really hear in the U.S. That's insane. Like dude. if we heard some shit like that, you know, everyone in the U.S. is covering all of that shit. Like you're, there's no way no one in five, four, three, two, one. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. As I hold this mic like it's a big cock. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. You like that? You like that? Yeah. How would you handle it if it's a big giant cock? I just probably walk away. <laughs> <laughs> That's very I'm good. Like, uh, this is a little much. That's self-control. No, 
Thank you. <laughs> I need to go. I wonder if a girl has ever looked at a penis that was too big and just like, we're not doing this. I bet. I'm sure it's happened. I bet yeah. it's happened. Yeah, I'm sure it's happened. I don't know what that's like. I don't. Me neither. I ain't packing like that. Nah. Pat, what is it like? <laughs> nah, yeah, me neither. Like? No, no. How big is your penis flaccid? Go. Uh, <laughs> go. What? Uh, it's pretty small, dude. It's not that big, honestly. The grower or the show. I watched the whole uh, BBC documentary. BBC. BBC. Yeah, did. Yes, you did. Yeah, British right. Broadcasting. <laughs> Big it black was this, cock. <laughs> <laughs> it was a documentary about a men's penis size. Uh, and they were talking about how, well, number one, that was the first time I ever realized that there were growers and showers. You know what mm. that is, bro? The documentary, the guys that made the documentary are a bunch of small dick dudes like me. That are trying to justify why their dicks were small. Mm. Damn, I didn't even talk about what the documentary was. There's <laughs> wow. a lot of hate. Yeah, in that. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, whoa, dude. It's a lot of hate. All right, all right. It's, just, it's just a take on it, bro. It's yeah. just a take. What was the take? You didn't even hear what the documentary was about. I like to interrupt people, apparently. Look, <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad defensive. It's about small dick guys. I was like, I don't like small dude. Fucking Tim always bringing out a magnifying glass <laughs> every time we have sex. She's like, is it there? I can't even see. <laughs> it's a bit that we have. Look at his pimple crotch. Mm. <laughs> but they were doing a test to see like the different uh, different modalities and how you can enlarge your penis. Modalities. Oh, yes. yeah. Like, so how, how would you just ask so for a friend? The, it's like there was creams. There was pumps. There was like every type of thing that people say that you can do to get your dick bigger, like mm. masturbating yeah. frequently or whatever. And they were masturbating do- frequently. Don't work, by the way. Yeah. And it hasn't worked for you at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a furious. But the one that worked the best was like this cream. Oh, really? It was a cream that worked. Really? How, how much did it add? Like I, a I lot? Think it, I think it was an average of half an inch. Wow. Which is actually pretty it's decent. Not bad. What's the name of this cream? Not bro? bad. Huh? <laughs> What's the name of this cream? I think the documentary is on Netflix. I mean, not Netflix, a uh, YouTube. You can watch it on BBC, YouTube. huh? But they were just like yanking at dicks and like showing. They were just like, pulling on dongs. They're just <laughs> slapping no, dudes' up. dicks around. They were, it was Disrespecting. like guys in lab coats. Yeah, like, yeah. like hmm. 100% though. Like for yeah. real, it is. It's like That's people tight. in lab coats. And they're walking up to these people, slapping dicks. and they're showing like uh, <laughs> like showers and growers. Mm. And so there was a guy with a flaccid dick that was like six inches long. Damn! And then when it got erect, it was still six inches. Oh, they didn't change. Yeah. So showers apparently, they're the length of their dick, and when it's erect, it's the same size. Wow. So it's it's real. It's not just yeah, the it's, same. It's, oh, so it just that's it just, wack. Ingor- it just yeah. engorges. I'd be annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> Like what the fuck? So I had no fucking idea. So, and there were there were like some people whose penis like it went from like five inches to six inches, like only an inch in growth. Uh. But when it, the width would get bigger, but it was the same size penis. So that's the difference between a shower and a grower. Like oh. yeah, so a grower on average it would be like a two inch penis that elongates to about five to six, but a shower would just be six flaccid, six hard. Oh wow, fascinating. That huh? is fascinating. I had no idea. I had no idea. I thought it was just like some bullshit. No, 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 no. I thought everybody was a grower. No, no, That's no. That's no, why some people are showers, yeah. Not according to that documentary. But I didn't know. I thought showers just got bigger, too. I didn't yeah, know that's that it just was like no, no, a no, thing. No, 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 Well, I, I'm pretty sure they do, but the average from what I, this, I saw this years ago, but the average like growth that it had was about like an inch or so. So it would be five inches, six inches, right? Mm. Or maybe five inches, you know, six and a half a inches. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, but these other ones that are like showers are like two inches to like five or six or whatever. So kind of fucking shocking. Maybe when I get in cold water, it's crazy how small my penis can get. Oh, that should oh, be yeah. like a fucking laser battery. Laser yeah, pointer yeah. battery. Yeah, yeah, the exactly. one that you see in watches. Yeah, the little circles. <laughs> yeah. yeah, That should get surprisingly small. Yeah. You're the only one that uses that as a reference point for penises, by the way. Dude, it's so tiny. It's Your like, dick is as small as a laser battery. I'm like, 
Mm. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it really small. Now that I think about it, yeah, that's very cold. true. Yeah, it's like the size of an Audi belly button. <laughs> that's yeah. Remember those little dinosaurs? They were all small. You put them in the water. They grow. And they grow. Mine's the opposite in water. My penis is. It so goes down. Really it just shrinks. Dude. Shrinkage. It shrinks, bro. Ladies that's out crazy. there, there's something called shrinkage. I hope you ladies understand that. Oh, yeah. I, I won't Mega let Tiff see me out the shower, bro. I'm Why not? Because... Like, oh, Dude, that shit is even I laugh at it. I look down, I'm like, oh, that's, Jesus, look at it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, you can't look. It's like, why is he always laughing every time he comes out the shower? <laughs> oh, Nick just saw his penis again. <laughs> you know, Nick. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I laugh like that. Yeah. <laughs> like an evil fucking villain. Oh, my dude. belly and everything, dude. Uh, Did you guys hear about that thing in Philly where the girl who got sexually assaulted in a subway? I heard about this. No. So, oh my god! So and everybody was watching, right? And on a subway train or subway uh, sandwich sandwich shop. It was a sandwich shop. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 actually, I don't know. I think it was a subway. <laughs> real question. Yeah. That's a real question. I think it was a subway system. The train. I would, yeah. That's so, like the Japanese pornos, dude. In real life. <laughs> yeah. So they, this girl weirdos. apparently got weirdos. raped, like straight up oh, assaulted god, and raped bro. in front of people in the subway. Nobody did anything. And nobody did anything, and they just recorded it. What recorded it? They just recorded it go down, but nobody actually intervened and stopped it. So I was like, "Oh my god, I can't wrap my head around this, yo." That's well, crazy. They're, they're I, heard, I heard that's what the story was, but I kind of was like, "Oh, maybe it's just I didn't really pay much attention." Yeah. To so it. the weird thing is, they're saying that it's like bystander effect, right? Yeah. Where right. you see something go go down, and then you have like this normalcy bias where you you can't almost like compute what's going on, and then it goes into the responsibility of everybody else around. It's like, well, there's no point in me calling the cops because. They'll call the cops. Yeah. Right. Or if I'm not going to help, well, they'll help. They'll help. And then everybody just ends up doing nothing. Mm-hmm. So the, the bystander effect started from this case study back in New York. I forgot the name of the lady that happened, but every, yeah. we learned this in like psychology years ago. She got stabbed, right? Uh, yeah. She was getting robbed story. or stabbed yeah. outside of a New York building. And then everybody watched this go down and nobody called the cops. Yeah. Apparently later on, it was debunked because a couple of people did call the cops. Mm. But they call that the bystander effect, which essentially what they said what was happening in the Philly subway station where or the the train where this girl openly got raped and nobody did anything. Damn. So people recorded this. Yeah. And so I guess like the defense of that is that it's the new age way of helping because they're trying to record it for evidence for yeah. the person to use later. Yeah. yeah. Instead of actually intervening and stepping in, yes. which is kind of weird. But right? nobody was like, yo, bro, chill. Yeah, because she actually like, got damn. raped. She got raped. Yeah, that's, that's very different. Like pulled her pants off type of shit. Yeah, raped. She's like, no, stop. Yeah. And they're like, and all right, I, I got can, you. I got the proof right here. Yeah. Like, Part of it, fuck, I, I can understand if it's like out on the street, right? Because there's just a lot of moving parts. But in a subway, it's a very contained space, right? Yeah. Like there's a lot of like etiquette that goes on on a subway like station, in, like in a subway cart, I mean. So it is kind of interesting the fact that like nobody – did anything. Yeah, nothing. How many people were there? Uh, there was a decent amount of people. Apparently. Is there a video that's circula- circulating? She, I didn't see the video. I, I didn't even try to look at it because yeah. I can't yeah. no, yeah. that shit like that. That shit that's rough. That's dark as shit. Yeah, but, and I'm pretty sure they can't. They're really not going to like show that. that. You might yeah. be able to find that shit on like the dark web somewhere. Yeah. Like, I ain't trying yeah. to see that shit. But yeah, just as far as that. like just curiosity of like what other people were doing or if like they were acknowledging it. Like that's the question is like, yeah, yeah. like what like don't do it or stop, which apparently, which is interesting. Uh, one of these articles that I read, they showed a statistic of like how much men intervene during these like very like situations versus women. And apparently women step in more than men do. I, I think that's 
from. Which is kind of weird because, like, you know, when the idea of, oh, don't go out by yourself because you need a guy to help you yeah. out and stuff. But apparently guys just don't do anything. But That's also, crazy, though, too, is, like, women can see, like, you know, women can see what other women go through as far as, mm-hmm. like, oh, this is a weird. Like, some things don't track with men because it's not a part of our experience. Yeah, but like, rape, bro? You, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we're not talking about rape. We're yeah, he would have had a phone out for reals. <laughs> you would have had a light up. Top. I was like, what's <laughs> happening over there? The right angle. Let me get the angle right. Let me do it. Obviously, I'm not talking about rape, Patrick Riley. But as far as that context of somebody seeing something go down and a woman is the one that's like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> have you ever intervened with somebody with some shit going down ever? Across the street from my, I think I told a story here. There was a, a two homeless people fighting across the street. It was a man and a woman. And you beat both of them up? Yeah, I you just whooped both their Hit them with a sweet chin music. And I told them. Parody is your choice. Boom. <laughs> You're poor because you want to be. Bow. <laughs> they were fighting in this alley across the street. And it was the girl fighting. Like she was socking the dude out. And then I was like, yo. Like across the street. And I was like, at first I was like, what the fuck do I do? Like I didn't yeah. know what the fuck to do. Right. And I was like, hey, you guys good? And he's like, yes. Just test <laughs> the water. Right? And it was because. Like she was like fucking with him, but she wasn't like like he was fine. Like he was he wasn't like curling up in a ball or some shit. I think that circumstance might be different. But then he was like, "Yo, man, Strap, fuck me up, call the cops." And I was like, "I'm not gonna call the cops, bro. Like, I'm not gonna call the cops." So I was like, "Fuck!" And I was like, I was like standing there for a little bit, and it started to escalate. So I was like, "All right, like let me just go over there." So I cross the street, and I'm like, "Hey, you guys gotta stop." Like, someone's going to call the cops on you guys, and you guys are going to get fucking sent to jail. Like, you guys are going to get fucked with. Like, just stop. And she's like, me, fuck you. Like, she was taking to the guy. And she was, like, socking him, like, ripping his shirt, spitting on him, shoving him. And I was like, if this dude socks this chick, I might have to fuck this fool up. Yeah. And I was just kind of just staying there as, like, referee. I was Herb Dean in this shit. Yeah. yeah. I was ready to wave it off. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, nothing really happened, and they continue to start fighting and shit. And then they, uh, they kind of just left. What did, what did he do? I don't know. I've seen their faces around like my neighborhood, so I, I kind of know who they are a little. I bit. always assess situations. Like I've I've definitely been in a position where I have like intervened, mm-hmm. but there's definitely positions where I just watch shit go down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like because I can do nothing. <laughs> there's some things you just can't like. It's out of your hands, and I'm like, I'm not gonna risk it. Like I thought the lady, the girl, kind of got in my face a little bit, and I was like, Yo, you about to crack her? No, I was gonna crack her. I was about to dump her. I was about to double leg her and Habib her. You know what I mean? Yeah, Perfect. Yeah. And just and just neutralize her. Shit, neutralize, you know? yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, come on. <laughs> now, if we, I was out in uh, San Gabriel, and there was like this Mexican restaurant that Bart introduced me to years ago. But I took my buddy out there. <laughs> There's this dude, like he he was bigger than me for sure. Shaved head, tatted up, and it was his girlfriend and his girlfriend's daughter. So he's not the dad, but. I forgot what the altercation was, but he was calling her a stupid bitch. Wow. He was going to say he was going to fuck her up. He's like, you better shut the fuck up before I fuck you up in front of all these people. And then the daughter was like saying, hey, don't curse. Right? Sweet little girl. And he yeah. goes, shut the fuck up. Tells the little girl to shut the fuck up. And then she looks at the guy and says, don't talk to my daughter that way. He goes, I'll beat your fucking ass too if you don't shut your fucking mouth. And then me and my buddy are sitting across from them, right? Like next to them, like here. And we both look at each other. We look up and we go, let's finish her. <laughs> <laughs> we just continue eating. Like, cause, like, and, and people might be like, nah, dude, uh, if I was there, I would have done this. No. You don't no, know yeah. what the fuck you would I do, could, bro. You have yeah, to be you really I could literally draw him 
how scary he was. He's yeah. Thanos. He was like <laughs> way taller than me, just jacked, long fucking navy blue tee all the way to his fucking ankles. Yeah. Like six foot five, tatted up all over his face. Yeah. He kind of looked like MS-13 shit. And yeah. I'm like, no, there's no, absolutely no way I'm going to be like, sir, this is wrong. Yeah. Like, he right. didn't know. Yeah. He knows it's wrong. <laughs> right, right, right. So he just doesn't give a fuck. And, and at that point, like if he slapped her or like hit her, then I'm sure the circumstances might have changed of like, Hey, bro, can you not do this right here? I'm trying to enjoy my pho right now, bro. No, no, yeah, no, no, exactly. no. I would have walked outside and called the cops so he didn't see it, it was me. And yeah. honestly, that's probably the right thing to do because sometimes you just, you can't help everybody, bro. <laughs> like, like, hello? There's somebody assaulting a woman out here. Yeah. It's like, ma'am, are you okay? I'm not a man. <laughs> and obviously, too, like, everyone thinks in their head, they're like, you know, if that was me, I would have. No, you wouldn't. Not and, if you saw this guy. And clearly, this is a real fucking thing. If people are fucking being raped on subway trains and no one's doing anything. Yeah, like, it's wild. more common for people just to be like, all right, then. And turn their yeah. fucking back than it is to even step and intervene. And sometimes that's not the right thing to do. Like, you probably should intervene all the time like it's very case by case yeah but i, I mean though the rape thing is fucking wild though. that's pretty there's a, a group of other like there's a group of people on the subway like you could look around and be like yo let's all just tackle this dude yeah and get him to stop Plus raping. His dick is out he's pretty defenseless yeah yeah dude and also yeah i don't know man. That's, a, yeah. that's, a, that's wild i'm just curious the logistics of everything of like how it even started happening and like what other people that's what I'm most curious about are you trying to victim blame her is that what you're saying no I'm talking about the other people bystanding like I wonder what their reaction was you know like I tried to get him canceled so bad <laughs> victim blaming what was she wearing what, what was she on the subway by herself yeah why was her pants so easy to take off yeah, true true yeah, she's never heard of seven belts before you go out lady yeah. seven belts seven, seven belts. belts of chastity god that's what my mom did yeah but that is pretty hard to believe right like you hear this that's story wild. that is pretty nuts like that's insane anything i i just um when i heard this story and i was reading up about it i just kept imagining what would i have done if that was happening right i do believe that i would have said something or i would have been like what the fuck yeah you know for I'm, sure i'm almost a hundred percent sure i wouldn't have been like mr tough guy i've just been like don't rape yeah. or i would have said something <laughs> i don't know no yeah. rape yeah. Yeah, yeah read the sign <laughs> yeah bro like i think yeah it's one of those things too where i'm sure that like if somebody took action, then two or three more people right, would exactly. have been more inclined to do something. I think it's hard because, not hard, but like nobody wants to be the first person to do it, especially sure. if they don't feel comfortable. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard 
just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This podcast is brought to you by ShipStation, my friends. The holidays are the most wonderful time of the year. But if you're running an online store, you know they can also be the craziest time of the year. My friends, you've got inventory to manage, orders to fill, and a growing list of stressed out customers checking in twice a day, wondering whether those last minute gifts will arrive in time with ShipStation, the hassle of shipping out holiday orders melts away, leaving you with happier customers and the freedom to run your business or enjoy so much needed time off. What I love about ShipStation is how it consolidates everything and it makes my life easier. If you are a business owner or you just ship things out on the regular, if you don't have something like ShipStation, these things take forever. It's great when you have something that gets everything you need in one place and that's what ShipStation does for my shipping needs. Easily import orders from every sales channel whether it's amazon ebay etsy or your own website and automate just about any shipping task all from one easy to use dashboard ShipStation works with all major carriers international and local including fedex usps and ups so my friends you got no worry ShipStation has your back so check it out my genius brain listeners use my offer code genius brain to get a 60 day free trial just enough time to handle the holiday rush just go to shipstation.com click on the microphone at the top and enter code genius brain ShipStation, make ship happen in like a very because look let's be real most people don't feel comfortable in a very physical situation of course nobody you know, does. like because obviously this is gonna be very physical like if if you try to stop somebody from being raped you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> this guy's obviously fucking crazy like, <laughs> like what are we doing but it is uh, i it's really hard for me to believe that no one did anything yeah yeah that's that kind of makes you lose hope in him yeah but and then people bit. are like well, well i was recording humanity. it for evidence it's like damn i don't think that's the important part like yeah. if you have like 12 eyewitnesses fuck your recording 12 yeah. eyewitnesses are saying the same thing Exactly. You're pretty much good to go. Don't they have cameras in the subway? I think so. Yeah, yeah that's a bad. That's a bad excuse. You know what I mean? It's like, like you said, twelve people. Also, just stop the shit from happening. Like, <laughs> I'm sure she just wanted it to stop. You know, I, I don't know what that is. Like, I, is it because everybody is so used to not interacting with people? Like, the first thing they do is grab their phone. Because, like, when shit goes down now, like, I'm always the person that brings out their phone last. Because I don't think about grabbing my phone first. Same. Yeah. Me too. Me yeah. Either. So I never have this footage. Like some event happens and I go, I should have recorded that. Like yeah. when people record whole concert sets. Yeah. Oh my God. You didn't God. experience anything. Whatsoever. Annoying. Annoying. You're going to watch us back? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like Annoying. I get it. Well, like we're an old, like, uh, like at Disneyland or something. And like old people pull out their phone and they just like film like stuff like, oh, wow. Look at the rocks in Indiana Jones. Like, wow. This is very cool. Yeah. Like I get that. Like you're just old. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Right. But the fact that you're not going to watch that shit. You're gonna rewatch the fucking concert set, and it's like, dude, there's you, just, don't, you don't have fun there. <laughs> yeah, right. There's just like weird shit going down. Like in Japan too, there was a guy that who was dressed like the Joker. This, he killed. He stabbed like 17 people. What do you was mean? Was it 17 people? Yeah, we covered it on JK. Oh my the story, god, the number dude. was 17. 
What? And, like nobody did anything. He was a guy. He was dressed up as the Joker, like the villain to the Batman. Yeah. And he was just sitting on the subway, just chilling, and out of nowhere decides to go on a fucking stabbing spree. Dude. He set something on fire. Like he made like a ring of gasoline or some shit. And I'm so tired of people. being a budget and <laughs> stabbing people up. A budget. Yeah, nobody giving me pussy. And apparently his his rationale was I want to kill as many people to ensure that I get the death penalty. That's what the whole that was his. That's was what there. he was doing. The crazy thing is, go kill yourself, then, dude. Yeah, it's pussy. Yeah, you could just kill yourself without killing people. You and could literally jump off a bridge, head first, go straight into some fucking concrete, yeah. and you'll be fine. But yeah. they just want to share the pain. I, that's that's, that's wild, what it is. They, it's like they want to share it. Dude, I was looking into all crazy? these like weird Japanese serial killers. I feel like Joe had that conversation yeah. about all these different murderers and shit. Brutal, dude. Dude, so Japanese crazy. serial killers are fucking nuts. They take it to the next. They make our serial killers like pussies. Bro. Yeah. What do like, they do? There was a case where, uh, well, it was either the JK News article or Joe was mentioning about the uh, the guy who, um, it was these students who were gang raping another student. For like months. For, for months. And they would take money from people to let them gang rape this girl. And the mom of the students knew. Like of the dudes, of the guy, of the dudes, rapists. of the house they were keeping this fucking girl in, bro. You know what I mean? Like so, and what it's like fuck? you hear all these. And then Joe was also talking about how, like in in Japan, there's a lot more cases of children serial killers, where other kids are just killing other kids just to like see what's what's up, like what it feels like. Yeah, and they would take him in the in the fucking woods and just kill him and like decapitate them, like crazy shit, bro. That's crazy. Stuff you don't shit. really hear in the U.S. That's insane. Like dude. if we heard some shit like that, you know, everyone in the U.S. is covering all of that shit. Like you're, there's no way no one's gonna hear it, like not hear about. What it. is that? Like, what do? You, why do you think? I that's, don't know, man. I mean, I know the they're deal? like a hyper, like emotionally repressed culture. Like you don't, you don't emote to the outside world. Sure. Right, like you keep your feelings on the inside, and then you rape people on the side or some <laughs> shit, and you murder them and take them to a forest. <laughs> yeah, but it's I have a feeling. I mean, we could probably have to do my own research, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people can. But I'm pretty sure it has to do with the repressed culture, like yeah. having to always keep things inside. Like when we were in Japan, we went to a place called <coughs> a, a Monster Cafe. Ooh. Have you heard of those? It's, it's literally a place where it looks like what you would see if you were on shrooms, it's just mushrooms and all these wild wow. Willy Wonka characters. And there's these guys who uh, cross-dress and they're, they're your servers. Wow. But this is like their version of, you know, doing things outside the norm because it's such a strict culture. Sure. Like work culture is very serious. It's very straightforward. Mm -hmm. But that's why you see like a lot of these older Japanese businessmen. When I was in Japan, and I've been there like two or three times now, where you go to the bar and these same guys in the morning who are just very pristine, just straightforward, but at the bar loud as fuck screaming just joking around having the time of the life getting drunk till like 4 or 5 a.m in the morning yeah so i like i i'm pretty sure it has to do something with that like when you tell somebody to be a certain way you just fucking crush them down constantly they're just gonna flip out yeah and also too in like korean and japanese culture there's a lot of shame mm. so that shame shit also motivates you to hide a lot of the shit that's happening right so even if your kid's like this psychopath killer They'll pretend to the rest of the world like everything's okay. Uh, and that's probably the phenomenon with the mother of the kids uh, that were raping this chick. Mm -hmm. Like, it in her mind... It's fucking disgusting, man. But, but that's that's the reality. It's in, in her, she's ignoring it. Yeah, she's like, I don't I don't want to make this a real thing. Like, because once you acknowledge it, then it becomes real, right? Yeah. But this poor, poor fucking girl was getting gang raped for like months, you know? And just because she didn't want to like 
realize that her son is a fucking monster. Could you and her friends, that you know? shit, dude? These two fucking guys literally kidnapped somebody and had this girl used as like a sex toy for random people. This is That's fucking insane. insane. That is fucking insane. It's like one of the most notorious stories of like this type of shit. Like and this that's, happened it's like so crazy. Like how can you believe this? The two thousands, like or like what? Like recently or a sure. long time ago? That's fucking bananas, dude. I can't believe that shit. Yeah, just the, even like the idea of the guy who dressed up as Joker and was like, "I'm gonna kill as much people as I can just so I can get the death penalty." It's fucking insane. The guy dressed insane. up as the Joker. Yeah, it is interesting to see how. I mean, it's dark, but like how different cultures like. You know what I mean? Like how it comes out in different cultures, like the yeah, yeah, serial yeah. killers, the crazy fucks, you know? Well, everybody has, like, you know, I, I think too, like, especially when we come to this country, people talk about like our, our, our gun murders or whatever, whatnot. It's like, that's, well, just wait till we dig up what some other countries are going through. Yeah. Like everybody has a dark side to it. Yeah. Like, no, for sure. no place is perfect. This happened in 1989. She was 17. Damn, bro. And this is, the crime is believed to be the worst case of juvenile delinquency. In Japan. That's some fucking juvenile delinquency for sure. That is fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, so they they grabbed her off her bike, kidnapped her, brought her to the house, and they believe there's some like Yakuza connections. Jesus. So that's the whole fucking thing. But yeah, dude, this story is really fucking dark. That's dark as shit. So Yakuza just run shit over there still? I mean, it's interesting, right? There's like, I mean, I saw this map recently of... Not Yakuza, but the mafia, right? I think uh. it was like in Sicily, and it kind of denoted by color what parts, like like the Sicilian mafia, still ran, and it was like eighty percent of Sicily. So, Damn. like like Yakuza, they don't really say it out loud, but from what I heard from other people, is that they're still very prevalent out there. Sure, and they're businessmen, so they run things out there, right? Yeah, right. So there's a reason why people tend to stay pretty orderly because you're not gonna fuck with the Yakuza's money. Yeah, right. Right? They'll fuck you up. Like yeah, some right. serious shit. Uh, a buddy of mine, Ed, was talking about how even in uh, Japan, when the, the hurricane hit and Ed went over there to go help the hurricane victims, guess who else was helping? Yakuza. Because mm. it's their area. So yeah. the Yakuza like members are fucking helping rebuild Japan, <laughs> which is crazy, right? Yeah, like fucking nuts. Hats on shit. Funny story, too. One of our buddies. So if you when you go to in Japan and you go to an onsen, which is a spa, you're, if you have tattoos, they, they usually typically don't let you in mm. because it denotes that you're Yakuza. Like if you have tattoos, like people just don't get tattoos willy nilly in Japan. Mm. And so uh, you, so Ant, our buddy, he has a shit ton of tattoos. And while we're in Japan, he was cutting up fruit and he, and he cut his finger. So he had it wrapped up. So it looked like he had a Yakuza member chop off his finger. Oh. So he was in the subway train. Everybody was hella far away from him. Because <laughs> he's all tatted up with the missing finger. And they're like, yo, who the fuck is this guy, dude? Who fucks with that, With dude. his slick back hair and his dragon tattoos all over his arm and a missing wow. finger. Yo. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. crazy, dog. Because I heard that's I heard other people that go to Japan, they say, like, you can't be showing off your sleeves. and Is that true? Like, you have to cover up your shit? Yeah, they don't want you to show your tattoos and stuff, especially at specific restaurants, because it denotes that you're, like, in a gang. When they take, Which is how it used to be here back in the day, too. Like, yeah, if right. you had a tattoo, it was some gang shit. Yeah. Now it's just, like, you know, artwork. I yeah, heard right. in El Salvador it's the same shit. Like, you can't be showing off any tattoos. Oh, like, they'll, they'll ask you to, like, take off your shirt and be like, let me see your tattoos. And they'll make sure that you're not like MS. MS 13 or some shit. Oh my God, dude. dude. MS is wild as fuck, too. Dog, Tip trying to bring me to El Salvador. I want to go, but she's like, it's not safe for you. And I'm like, then why would you take me? Yeah, yeah. All right, then. Stop trying to get me. Has she been to, to El, El Salvador? Yeah, fuck all that. She hasn't. Her mom wants to take us. I really want to go. That's fucking wild. It looks great, but they were like, all right, they have so many rules where I'm like, all right, I don't want to go no more. 
they're like, all right, you can't wear fancy clothes. I'm, I'm not like I wear anything fancy, but like no brands, nothing, no fancy jewelry, nothing like that denotes that like you you have don't. money. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. it's like I'm like, dog, I look Asian as fuck. Yeah, they're gonna fucking pick me out of a lineup, yo. Dude, it, it gets kind of scary, man. Like even Mexico too. Dude, like, Cancun, yeah, people Mexico's fuck with me up. all the time, dude. <laughs> there was just a shootout in like uh, near Cancun, like a resort area. Some oh. some. Uh, some like Americans got killed and shit. They got they got caught up in a shootout by some cartel shit. Yeah, this shit's wild, bro. It's not safe anywhere down there. Dude, I had this conversation with somebody recently too, where this person tends to be very negative, but this person just kind of lives in their own world. Mm-hmm. And she, I think she goes out with a dude that's Mexican, right? And she's like, well, yeah, like me and my boyfriend, like we're going to go to. Oh, clearly these Mexicans. Like we're gonna. She wants to move to like. She's like. I, America's crazy. Like it's so fucking nuts here. People don't care about each other. She goes, I'm like, I think me and my boyfriend are just gonna move to Mexico. I was like, yeah. excuse me? Yeah, right. Out of all the places, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? What this? is she? What race is she? Uh she's white. <clears throat> and I'm like, listen, you, you you are the prime suspect to get kidnapped. Yeah. Are you yeah, fucking nap, insane? Yeah. Like, but people just seem so much nicer out there. I'm like, just cause you go to Ooh. resort. <laughs> like that's like cartel land. Like, she white, yeah. nicer right. white people. it's like, what are you talking about? You'll, you'll fucking get murdered. I know somebody, from, I don't know somebody. This is, um, I told the story in the podcast before, but there was a girl that went to a church that I was attending. She went on a mission trip and she went missing <clears throat> and she got caught by the cartel. They took her. Church had to raise money to get her back. And they wanted a million fucking dollars from the church. They raised 500000 They gave her back, but half her body in a barrel. Oh. Like, fucking crazy. This is, by the way, wow. not like, oh, I heard it through a friend. This is when I was in college attending this church. Yeah. Which was fucking nuts. And at the time, like, I, I was a part of, like, a Bible study group that was part of the uh, church, but I didn't actually go to the church. Sure. But people were wrecked. They were crying about it. I don't know what was going on. And because I never met this girl. Yeah. You know? but That's fucking crazy. Dude, yeah, they don't fuck around, they, bro. They, they do wild ass shit. And it's, it, like, that's the thing is people, like, America, we have our problems, but people don't understand, like, how good we got it here, dude. You go to, like I said, Mexico, even, like, other countries, like, they will fuck your ass up. For real. It's like, just take your organs. Like, oh, you wake up, organs are gone. Don't yeah. like, what the fuck, fuck about you, bro? Well, it's yeah. crazy because the cops can't stop the cartel. Yeah. The cartels run shit. Yeah. Dude, I heard Cartel, cops. Yeah. I heard they have like their own, uh, they like built their own um, cell phone towers. They have like their own cell phone, like their own version of Sprint. They can't get t- hacked into. They have drones. They have cameras in cities. Like, what the hell? They run shit like they have like, like military almost trucks patrolling cities like they they run shit what the yeah. fuck fuck that and then there's like th- there's like i don't know how many there are now but they fight amongst each other that's why I like the fentanyl shit a lot of people think it's because uh one cartel is trying to ruin like another cartel supply oh, so they're putting shit. fentanyl and shit so americans die and oh, then, the cartel and then, even beef with each other yeah 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 oh that's fucking crazy there's I, a few I thought cartels. it was just one conglomerate no. no there's a there's a few i don't know what they are now but i think there's a few like at least two the three. It's crazy how much like drugs run the world. Like I, I like I'm not. We're not a part of this world but at all. Clearly, like there's a crazy demand and supply for it. <laughs> I am obviously. You got a pot <laughs> stick on your hands. Yeah, dude. I got a pot stick, bro. Number one, so. Nick about to bust everybody. I I am the expert on drugs. You're dude. about to bring the whole empire down <laughs> with your savvy you guys, police. Whatever work. you guys want to ask, let me know. I'll answer it. That's the weird thing though. Like when people are on their high Slick horse about work. like. They, they kind of like, oh, my God, I can't believe these people are doing this stuff in Mexico for drugs while they fucking do fentanyl and all this other shit. It's like you're the one 
they're you're buying their you're stuff. You're buying yeah. it. Yeah. That's you, you jackass. You're funding them. Yeah, like what the fuck are you talking and about? You're literally funding How could them. you look down at people when you're the person they're supplying? Like yeah. what the fuck are you saying? This podcast is brought to you by Uncommon Goods. If you're anything like us, you want to win the best gift ever title this holiday season listen i know you guys got a bunch of white elephants and if not white elephants you guys have a bunch of little gifts and knickknacks to give knickknacks knickknacks to give your friends and family well guess what don't be the person that gives crappy gifts you can give knickknacks but they better be good and guess what if you go to uncommon goods my friends the creative and unique gifts that you can give out that people will actually love is going to be there it's saving my ass this holiday a couple of stuff that i checked out that i'm probably gonna cop for people uh i don't know if i should say you know what i'm gonna say anyways it's this uh, wireless phone charger pad looks freaking dope i got a couple of like like whiskey like anti-whiskey glasses that i'm probably gonna give out to the homies a lot of dope stuff that they got my friends and trust me do not be that person that gives out crappy gifts i hated that person growing up and i wanted to punch them in their teeth don't get punched in your teeth this holiday huh to get 15 percent off your next gift go to uncommongoods.com slash brain that's uncommongoods.com slash brain for 15 percent off don't miss out on this limited time offer uncommon goods we're all out of the ordinary like cartel stuff scares the shit out of me yeah, it's scary. Nothing gets me more nervous than cartel shit. The thing is, is they're here too. Yeah. Like they're here. You just, Especially you just like in LA know. and shit. They're all over the US. There's a whole, I don't know how true this is, but there was like a, a story, well not a story, but more like a conspiracy or like a thought process of all like the little fruit uh, fruit stands. They're all like part with the cartel or some shit. In know. LA? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if this is true or not, but there was oh, something. Oh, you're not talking about my homie Ignacio, right? <laughs> See, I'm like, I don't, I don't I'm about know. to have a conversation with him. <laughs> Ignacio. I don't know, but I'm not going to ask. Your boss? I'm just going to treat them very nicely, buy their fruit because it's delicious. I think that's why they got ripe fruit all the time. It's because they get a supply from the cartel. Uh, cartel's got the good I'm fruit. I'm going to ask Ignacio. Ignacio, hey, you know how else do they get year-round ripe watermelon? That's how true. Else? They got no the, other way. They got the, the good cartel, shit. Bro. <laughs> they fucking, how come their fruits are always hella good? Good drugs, good fruit, dude. The fruit yeah. and wow. the drogas Kind of balancing, same, too. It's on the same. Kind of like bad for your health, good for your health. <laughs> Breaking even. Antioxidants, though. Breaking even. Boom. <laughs> yeah. The hot dog carts in LA are all MS-13 shit. See, that's what I mean. I, and see, you know those videos of people oh. fucking with the cartel? Like, not the cartel. Although the fruit stands and, and the people selling fruit. I was like, I hope the cartel comes and chops your bodies up. I hope they chop all your bodies up. I don't give a fuck. You're a piece of shit if you fuck with those people. They're the sweetest people. All they want to do is sell fruit. But you're over here spreading propaganda about drugs. About I know. Them. That's true. But that's how to get the best fruit. <laughs> what do you want me to do? You know, it's so funny. Bro, uh, that's just wild. My house is a hotspot for activity of just random people. So I was walking home from this chicken place that I like right by my house. And there was a, uh, uh, what do you call it? The ice cream guy. Pas- paletas. 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 The paleta man. And I'm walking behind him and I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'd never see a paleta man on my fucking street. I'm walking behind him. I'm about to get to my door. He parks his cart right in front of my door. And I'm like, oh, he walks up to my steps by my gate. He starts peeing on your door, not on my door, because there's a there's a separate like entrance. After you were about to buy some ice cream from him, I, I low key kind of was like, I was like, oh, like this guy's nice. And he pulls he's his dick out. He pulls was his he a dick grower out. Grower or a shower? I didn't see. Oh. I thought that was disrespectful, and I thought he was part of the cartel. So I'm like, I'm not gonna fuck with you. I'm, he pees on my fence, like in the bush area. And I'm standing behind him and I'm waiting to finish because I'm ready to go in my house. 
He turns around. He goes, oh, pulls his dick in, gets in his cart and moves away. And that was it. You were behind him. I was behind him the whole time. Why? You didn't say you like, yo, what the fuck? I are mean, you doing? there's like a gas station right there. He could just pee in the gas station. Hey, you know, what I, you know, what I say, though, when you got to go, you got to go. I bet this guy felt so embarrassed. And he was. He peed on your door, dude. It wasn't on my door. It was in the bush. <laughs> That's the most disrespectful thing ever, dude. I was like, this is He's your like, home now. And what are you going to do about it, fool? Yeah, and I just was like, have a good day. I just walked in and you're I was so it. passive. You're going to snap, dude. You you're really gonna kill, are. You're going to you're going to you're going to be the joker the, the, the on the subway. Like, what yeah, am I going to tell this old man? This be old like, Mexican yeah. man peeing on my bushes. Like don't be like pee don't pee. I'm like, "Hey man, could you not piss in my bushes?" I'd be peeing in the bushes too. What do you want me to do? Oh, this guy's such a pushover, dude. <laughs> I fucking hate this guy so much. <laughs> bro, you're going to kill somebody. You really bro, are. He's a, he seemed like a very old nice man. I'm not going to tell him shit. That's Whatever. why that's why when you drive, you're like, "Motherfucking son of a bitch." That's different though. Ah, They're yeah, sliding yeah. me that's on purpose. Out. They're sliding no. me on purpose. No, no, no. No, 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 dude. You know what it is? This is my problem with people that drive, okay? You know where you're going. Just get in the lane already. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when the people are making a left turn, uh-huh. and the, and then like as they're about to hit the crosswalk, they decide the lines that are not perforated. When it's a straight fucking line, that's when they decide to get in the lane. A man that pees on me. your house. That's okay, but somebody drives Coffee a little weird, and then you get really bad. <laughs> your priorities are fucked up. I think dude. this is very fair. Your priorities are fucking weird. Yeah, but it was. It's not like it happens all the time. The guy doesn't pee in my house. I'm not saying you had to kick the guy's ass, but you could have been like, "Yo, could you not you know piss on my door?" I, I saw. Hey, uh, can you not pee on my stuff? Have a nice day. <laughs> can you not pee on my stuff. Yeah, I saw the guy again, and I saw him, and I was like, and I was about to pull my driveway. I was like, I'm gonna see if this motherfucker gonna pee in my house. He didn't. Kept walking. And then you bought some paletas from me. <laughs> I got the Spider-Man with the eyes all like this. Yeah, yeah shitty blue eyes. Yeah. yeah, bro, but what are you going to do, dude? You tell him not to pee on your house, idiot. Just and like, then Yo. get my body cut in half? No, thank you, dude. I'm I, good. I'm not going to fuck you up for that. You don't know. Can you guarantee that? I, I mean, guarantee it. Don't be so smug, bro. Don't be so smug. I don't think they would have done that. Don't be so smug. You just called Pat. Can you tell him in Mexican <laughs> not hey, to do this? Tell this Mexican guy in Mexican to stop peeing on my front lawn. Pat just goes... Hey, don't pee on his shit in English. He's like, okay. <laughs> like, All right. He's, He's like, like, my bad, dog. Sorry, leaves. dude. You're such you a... You a cowboy hat on. How can you be yeah. a formal amateur MMA fighter and you're such a pushover, dude? Like, when a guy smokes crack on my front steps, I tell him to leave. <laughs> That's it. Could you please leave? Could you please leave, like, sir? There was a guy... Uh, please? He was smoking please? crack. He was smoking... I've never seen a crack pipe before that close. The pookie. And I was like, oh, it smells like crack on my on my front steps. Oh, you know the you smell of well, you? Now I do, you know. Uh, and in the park, I used to train my Does clients. It smell like at. chemically? Yeah. I imagine it being chemically. Very chemically. Like, it smells like something's wrong in the air, right? Uh-huh. There was another guy who was uh, smoking a crack pipe on my front. And I was like, hey, man, can you not do this here? And he was like... He was he like, thought you were a fucking wizard or something. Yeah, he, he thought like, you were a, dra- a dragon <laughs> or something. <laughs> He's looking up. Grandmaster. And he's like, and then he he stumbles and he leaves. And there was another guy who was like, I don't know if he was drunk, his white boy, face full of acne. I don't know if he was homeless or not, but he was kind of fucked up. And he's sitting on my steps and he's sleeping. And I'm like, yo, doesn't wake up. I'm like, hey, yo. And he's like, and I'm like, are you okay, bro? And he goes like, yeah, yeah, sorry, man. I'm just having a moment. And I was like, can you just not sit on my steps, man? And he's like, Sorry, bro. All right. And he gets up. He's falling. I had to catch him. And I was like, you okay, bro? And he goes, oh, I'm, just having a, I'm just having a moment. And I was like, just sit down for a little bit and then just leave when you're ready. Oh, you're such a nice and guy. And I went to get him a water nice. bottle. 
because I thought he was going to kill me. So I came back out. I gave him away. He's not there. He was gone. I couldn't find him. I was gone for like maybe like 15 seconds. I think you handled that one a lot better than the, the ice cream guy. Yeah, yeah. but it, dude, he was already peeing. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, just be like, stop yo, midstream. His dick's going to fall off. <laughs> dude, if, if he's peeing midstream and he stops, but it would have been kind of been funny. Off. It would have been kind of funny. You you know, you you have the opportunity. You, you are so in the right to mess with him a little bit. Part like, of me was when he saw me, he shit his pants. For sure. And so he he's like, shitting and peeing on your steps yeah. out. And I was like, oh, no, you're pooping here. Sir, oh, you forgot this. Like, this. Let me ask you something. Somebody's smoking crack on your steps, right? But And just doing whatever the fuck they want in front of your house. Yeah. But it's a fine-ass woman. What do you do? I told what her to fucking leave. Yeah. Oh. I'd be like, yo, you gotta be smoking crack on my fucking steps, bro. And she's like, but why? I'd be like, because you're smoking <laughs> crack. Yeah. I was like, if you're smoking who's somebody pot- who's, who's like somebody really hot to you? <sighs> my wife. No, <laughs> fine. In this world, your wife is dead. Okay. Well, she finally realized that she's bro, married to care. you, and I she don't care herself. how hot. Bro, so, I don't care how hot anybody is. Halle Berry could be sitting on my fucking steps. I'm gonna be like, Miss Miss Berry, big fan. Please stop smoking crack on my steps. Really? Yeah. If Halle That's, Berry is that unreasonable, was smoking crack on my steps, I'd be like, "Where's the party?" <laughs> <laughs> you would do that to Halle Berry. Yeah. I'd be like, Miss Berry, loved you in Swordfish. Yeah, tits, nice. Loved you in John Wick Three. But please stop smoking crack on my steps. Wow. And why are you smoking crack on my steps? And well, do you want to come in and have sex with me? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You got to get your priorities straight. <laughs> I know, bro. Like, it's like you're oh, so no, fucked up. No, no, no. I'm, saying, I'm saying Tiff is gone. She's not in the picture. Yeah, anymore. no, for sure. But like, this lady's smoking crack, bro. <laughs> but it's Halle Berry. Yeah, but like, dude, imagine if I was like, look, this, this in my mind, this is what happens. I go... Halle, Miss Allie Berry, can you please stop smoking crack on my steps? And she's very apologetic and she's very like, oh, I'm so sorry. No, it's just and, and then and then I go, would you like to have sex with me? And she goes, excuse me. And then I get canceled. And then you go, wait, 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 wait. But I have this stapler. <laughs> and she's like, oh, barter. Yeah, okay, cool. Barter. barter. Yeah. Yeah. Barter. Boom. Barter. Now, Boom. You, you definitely did some ayahuasca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, none yeah. of this actually happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's in my fucking visions. Yeah. So you don't even give a fuck if it was a guy or a girl. You treat them all the same. You're equal. Equal opportunity. There was a homeless guy sitting on inside of my house. You know where the bench is? Inside he was your house. There. Big dude. His name is Trevor. You know the he, guy. He told us his name was Billy. <laughs> Why you got his name? He liked their homies. So no, he called. He, he said he was Billy Joe. Billy Joe. I wake, and he was there a week before when I was at JK, and Tiff has the fucking nerve. to. This guy was like 6'5", bro. Big homeless dude. Big white boy. Without his mind. He lost his mind. Tiff goes up to him. He's like, please, can you please get out of our, st- oh. get out of our house? I'm like, yo. Don't talk to him. Don't go up to him and like, yeah, could just call the cops at that point. If he's inside of our gate, call the cops. So she didn't call the cops and she was like, I'm gonna call the cops. He's like, go ahead. I don't care. I wake up Saturday morning, like clockwork. I'm like, and I'm about to leave to go to work. And I'm like, yo, this motherfucker, there's a motherfucker here. I was like, hey, man, you can't be sitting in my house, bro. Get the fuck out of here. And he's like, nah, man, the lady inside said I can stay here, bro. Like, nah, this is my house. What and I was the like, fuck? And I was like, Billy Joe? Yeah, Billy Joe. I was like, and so I get on my car. I parked my car. I'm like, hey, bro, you got to get the fuck out of here, dog. Please leave. And he's like, nah, man, I, I like just saying whatever the fuck. And he's sitting down and I called the cops and they, they were on their way. And he's like, he's like, man, all these motherfuckers, like, I know the real Marcellus Wallace. I ain't talking no Pulp Fiction. Like, this is, that's on Bloods and on Crips. I remember that specifically. I have it on video. Crazy. <laughs> And I'm just like, oh, dude, this guy's fucking nuts. He's nuts. And he's big as shit. I would have like, been interested. Like, wait, who is he? So I called the cops. 
the guy, the, the cop that pulls up is one of my clients. And I was like, hey, what up, dude? And he's like, yeah, I heard your name on the intercom. I'm, I'm going to come. So he's like, I'm going to come. This is where kill you live. Kill homeless shit. Dude. Hey, let me shit. kill this yeah. homeless dude for you. Yeah. They, the cops handled it. They actually handled it fucking perfectly. Like they were fucking really cool with it. They made sure nothing happened. Nothing was crazy. And he got up and he got in the car. And then they asked me if we want to press charges. And I was like, like, what's going to happen? They're like, they're, they might give him a ticket. No, they're going to give him a ticket. But if he uh, doesn't have any warrants out for his arrest, we're going to let him go. And they'll drop him off. And I was like, and then I asked Tiff. And Tiff was like, no, it's okay. Because she's a little sweetheart. And I'm like, all right, we won't press charges. So he left. They found him later down the way. And he was being very belligerent to us. He was like, man, fuck you. He was getting in my face. He was about yeah. to swing him. And I was like staring at him. And I was like, what, dude? Like, what are you going to do? You know, but I knew nothing was going to happen. And then my my cop client, my buddy, grabbed him. And he's like, you're assaulting me, dude. Stop assaulting me. And he fucking ran off. And like he was wilding, bro. He was yeah. big as fuck, and he was he was pretty scary looking. But he dipped out, and my cop buddy saw him later down later in Just the day down do the street. More shit. And then the guy was like, "Hey, man, I'm sorry for how I acted earlier, bro. Like my name's Trevor. Like I didn't mean to do oh, he's all like that." Bipolar. Yeah. yeah, probably. You know what I mean? And it's like, this yeah. is just mental illness. And he probably does a little drugs, too. He does a little scante. He probably smokes a little broken weed, though. A little broken weed. How about you fucking move, huh? Yeah, you need a better spot. You need to move. For our rent, bro, it's worth it. What's no, your rent no, right no, now? No, no, no. That is never worth it. Dog, it's fine. Crazy. It's not a big deal. That's right? crazy. He's, you're going to be a serial killer, dude. I'm fine, dude. I'm perfectly adjusted. No, okay. You think I'm a murder people? You, you know think what I'm not that crazy? sounds like? You know what that sounds like? That sounds like my friend Abe. Stop trying to therapize me, bro. No, that's like sounds like my friend <laughs> Abe, who was clearly the most flamboyant gay man I've ever met. <laughs> and I said, Hey, Abe, how long have you known that you were gay? And he goes, I am not gay. <laughs> All right. I love pussy. I was like, yeah. Abe, pussy. that is the gayest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah. That's what you sound like right yeah. now. Honestly, bro, you sound I, like Abraham. I have a good relationship with the homeless people on my block. Like, no, I'm you cool yeah. not. He so, almost assaulted your wife, and you allowed it to happen. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, but I was like, but Tiff shouldn't have been. And she, I was like, babe, don't yeah, you ever do, do that. that. And she goes, yeah, and I shouldn't have. And I'm Did like, not. yeah, stay your ass inside. And her mom was like, yo, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Because she was there too. But the homeless guy, <laughs> the homeless guy that I broke up the fight with, the two late, uh, the they were like fighting and stuff, and in the alley across the street. I see this guy everywhere. He goes to my buddy's coffee shop. Car artisans, chocolate. Go check it out. Pasadena. He goes there all the time. He asks for water, whatever. I see him all over the block. And he says, what up to me? I'm like, what up, bro? You guys he, have been through some shit. Yeah, he came you up to me. You guys are best friends now. <laughs> yeah, I, at the park. At Grand Park, I was leaving. I was a training client. I leave. And as I'm walking out, he's like, hey, man, what's up, bro? And I was like, what's up, dude? He goes, hey, man, I just want to say, like, I respect you. I do it for the people. Bro. Damn, you got respect from the homies. I got respect homies. from the homies, dude. I was like, like bro, uh, shut the fuck <laughs> up, dude. Get he, the fuck away from he's me. He's like, man, I really respect I really respect you, man. Like, you're really cool, and your online training programs are, like, so good. And I was yeah. like, thanks, dude. That's not fan. what he said at all. He's like, I love you your Instagram feed. You're really funny at all. Like, like your buys and tries looking pretty right. <laughs> he's like, you've been working on it. Like, hey, right. Can I, like, fuck your wife every now and then? Yeah, she's great, too. And I'm like, yeah, dude, Tiff's great. And it was cool, man. We bonded. It was real cool. Nice, nice. You have a really high threshold for just just bad things. You know what it is though? It's Tiff, bro. My lovely genius brain farts. This podcast is brought to you by Fume. Ever tried to break a bad habit and felt like you're climbing Everest and flip-flops? Yeah, we've been there too, but here's a breath of fresh air. Fume, it's not about giving up. It's about switching up, baby. Fume takes your habit and simply makes it better 
healthier, and a whole lot more enjoyable. What is Fume, you ask? Fume is an innovative, award-winning flavored air device that does just that. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, Fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy that makes replacing your bad habit easy. I keep one in my car just because I'm a fidgety guy. And guess what? I'd be puffing on that delicious herbal tea vapor, my friends. Nothing bad for you in there. And definitely, definitely fun to use. My friends, start the year off right with the good habit by going to tryfume.com slash genius and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving the listeners of the show 10% off when they use my code genius to help make starting the good habit that much easier. Start the good habit at tryfume.com slash genius to save 10% off the journey pack today. That's what it is. This podcast is brought to you by Stance, my friends. Remember every freaking holiday when relatives would give you clothing or socks or whatever that you would never wear well guess what screw them huh they didn't get you anything from stance i love stance socks they got so many different designs i'm talking about the office i'm talking about wu-tang jill perkins disney barbie marvel bob marley major league baseball and the best thing about this stuff not only does it look fucking dope it feels even better all my socks be Stan socks, homie. Stan socks, stance boxers, you you best believe it. And I've heard about stance for a long time, and I've had their stuff for actually quite a while, even before the sponsorship. So it, it kids me. It's fate, my friends, that they knew that I'd be fucking with their socks heavy, so they're like, I fuck with Genius Brain Podcast. But listen, for the holidays, get yourself some stance socks. You know you're trying to keep them toes warm. You know that you're trying to keep them booty nice and soft with them silky-ass underwears. And guess what? All I got is Stance Socks and Stance Underwears. Stance has the perfect gift for every punk and poet on your list. Go see for yourself. It's easy. Just head on over to Stance.com and pick out some styles you think they might like. Enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with Stance, my friends. Because she's a social worker. This motherfucker has empathy for everybody, dog. Empathy. Mm. And she like... <laughs> empathy. I'm over here just slapping the shit out of people outside of gyms. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but that guy assaulted you, bro. Like, none of these people attacked me. I just, mm. I just, I just talked to them like, hey, bro, can you just not do that here? And they're like, that's reasonable. And then they, they even... The guy that was... He saw me as a wizard who was smoking crack on my steps and was like, yeah, you're right. I shouldn't be here. And he laughed, The wizard's dude. right. Gotta go. This one guy had a guitar, this old white dude. I see him all the time, too. This motherfucker's like, he put all his shit out and was organizing it. And I was like, hey, bro, can you just not do this here? And he goes, I'm sorry, man. I didn't know someone lived here. I was like, yeah, this is my place. And I was like, what's your name? He's like, Tom. And I was like, I'm Nick, bro. Nice to meet you. And I was like, yeah, can you just not do that? And he's like, sorry, man. Never came back again. Except the one time somebody else camped out. This other homeless dude who is a troublemaker in the neighborhood. This motherfucker camped out in front with a tent, bro. In the, on your front. In the and where the sidewalk is. Oh. Camped out over there. And then homie with the fucking ponytail, white boy, that I told not to come kick it over here, had a guitar. They're fucking kicking it. They're like half, they're lounging. They're hanging out in front of my house. I can hear them inside. We're watching fucking The Office, and I hear these guys talking outside. They're having a campfire. Yeah, bro. So we had to call the fucking cops, and they cleared them out, and it was no big deal, but it is what it is. Fucking move, the you rent. dumbass. The yeah. rent is good. Bro, where else am I going to live? Or this good of rent. What's your rent? What's your rent? Twenty two hundred, bro. Dude, bro. South Pass. I pay twenty three fifty two bedroom. Dog, there are so many places. Hey, you got a washer dryer? Yeah, yeah. You got, you got two parking spaces? Yeah, that's bro. pretty common. 
bro, we got three bedrooms. You don't okay. need three bedrooms. You yeah, don't dude. need no. You, you, you and Tiff are ma- married. You sleep in three one bedroom. bedroom. You can have an extra one. Park outside where you talk to homeless people for fun. You fucking loser. <laughs> I therapize them, bro. I no, you I are going to community. By the dude, you can get it next year. You are going to fucking move. Yeah, we're, the, we're looking. We're looking, bro. We're you looking. are not looking. We are. Start, we are. We I'm are. gonna start sending you places, and you are going to fucking. We're move. looking for a house. Okay, we're looking for a house. Oh really? Yeah. Oh really? In. Esperia. <laughs> Esperia, dude. Damn, boy. Nah, but we we looking. Like, we're, we're browsing. You know what dude, I mean? Dude, South Pass, I'm telling you. 2020, 20, I saw a lot of places like 1900, 2000 for two bedroom. You don't need But you three get bedrooms. people smoking crack on your steps? No. <laughs> you you don't get a one person smoking crack on your steps? No, absolutely I'm like, not. I'm secluded. You're telling me it's not common? No, it is not no. common. You're in a hot spot for homeless crazy shit. You're next to the the, the gas station. And stop, stop, the, stop telling people where I live, dog. I didn't. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's only one a, gas I'm station. A, I'm a dox your ass just so you have to move. That gas station is fire, bro. And then there's the Indian a, guys there that love me. Main station nearby. And he's just nearby. like, why don't you move? <laughs> I don't live here. Yeah. He's giving me listings. I, <laughs> I only work here. You need to move. Yeah. You know, one of the guys that works at the, that gas station He's on call customer service while he's working this the gas station. Wow. He's like, I, I hear him say, Can you please hold? Or like GameStop or like, something? 2550. And I'll be like, okay, cool, thank you. And then whatever. And then he goes back and he's like, Yeah, how can I help you? Like I've heard him on a call before. Wow. Crazy. He's just hustling. Hustling, bro. You don't need to live there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you a hundred percent do not need to live there don't anymore. Don't let Tiff here listen to this podcast because she's gonna be like, see, I told you. I'm actually gonna message her tonight and just tell her to move. You guys should move. Move yeah. to South Pass. South Pass is fucking nice. Yeah, all right, bro. All right, we'll see. Yeah, just go to South Pass. You're there most of the time anyways. Yeah. We'll see, dude. We'll see. I'm going to send you places after this. I'm going to look some places up and send them send Tiff Picky, though, bro. She only likes a particular place. I'm going to send Tiff them to you. Tiff is not that. Tiff is dealing Tiff with homeless crazy fucks. She, anything's better she right now. She don't deal with them. I deal with them, bro. And she, bro, what gets Trevor. me mad is like, she's like, like I want to leave on a move. And I'm like, yeah, but it's, it's not that bad. It is pretty fucking bad, dude. That's terrible. You literally had people camp out in front of your fucking place going kumbaya, doing, smoking yeah, crack, you for fucking a asshole. little bit. They're doing a and fucking once- Red Dead Redemption campfire in front of your house. They got a whole fucking rat like roasting, bro. You see like two guys just blowing crack smoke up each other's ass. And then Tiff is like, you tell them to leave? And I'm like, babe, that's just Billy Joe. It's fine. And Trevor, they're chilling. Like, bro, I was in Glendale with like the most aggressive Armenians. I lasted there fucking 10 months. Yeah, your threshold for bullshit very low though. Yeah, I don't. Well, I'm paying for the place. Yeah, right. I pay good rent, bro. Our rent, our our landlords, very good. They fix everything. They yeah. have a handyman named Miguel. One time, I texted Miguel an accident, and I thought I was texting Tiff, and then I was saying like, "Yo, Miguel's the shit. I fucking love this dude." I sent it to him, and then he started laughing like, "Oh, ha ha ha!" And I was like, "My bad, dude. That was the wrong text message." He's like, "Well, you trying to hook up later or what?" He's like, "You trying to fuck?" And we fucked. Oh. Sealed the deal. Nice. Even bang, more reason bang, for bang. you to leave now. Now things are just awkward. Now Miguel comes all the time, bro. Hey, also, hey. the roof in your office is like this, huh? It's like this, built like that. I thought Miguel fixed everything. Like what happened? Pretty good. It's like I'm a, like, a, yeah, a, like a, it's just like collecting a, water. My air conditioning yeah. has been broken for like three months. It doesn't like, work. You need yeah. to fucking move. Once I email them to fix it, they're gonna come fix there's it. There's a guy with a school bus deal. in the back, right? Isn't there a school yeah, bus? Yeah, there's dude? a motherfucker with a school bus. That's Do you annoying. also have imposter syndrome? Where you? Oh my god, that's annoying. Do you just want to live like this because it reminds you to stay humble? Is that what it is? No, I like it, bro. I'm pretty easy going, dude. I'm pretty chill. You are pretty chill. Is that before or after, like during the summertime, where you sweat your ass off in that little office dying? I, yeah, that's true. I don't. That do office that, is though. hot. That shit gets hot. But also, though, like I don't really spend all my time in the winters. I'm in the office, boy. I'm in the office. But in the summertime, you don't I'm still sweating, like this, bro. 
Honestly, you, don't have, you really don't. Yeah, you right. really don't have to live like but this. We're, on we're looking, right bro. Now. I promise, we're looking. Like we're we're. I'm gonna give you literally a few months to move out. If you don't move out, because look, I'm trying to. Rent is so cheap. I'm just trying to save money right now. Your boy trying to save money because me and Tiff are thinking about trying to buy a house in the next year or so. Oh, nice. We're gonna attempt to. But we'll let me, see. I'm looking on Zillow right now. Let's see what we can find. Okay. Watch. Literally, we'll find a place right now. Trust Easy. me. Tiff be look. She gets email updates, dog. No yeah, one's more know. thorough for house hunting and apartment rentals. Dude, a like one Tiff. bedroom, you could you guys could save so much if you wanted to really save. Yeah, one bedroom, bro. But okay, fine. Two bedrooms. You, you want us to kill each other? Dude, what couple I mean, there's, a living, there's a living room and shit. What do you mean? Not but all right, if you want two bedroom, I just don't understand you. <laughs> you and Alex are the same person, bro. I'm not Alex, bro. That motherfucker lives in a room, dog. This fool doesn't live in a room. Yeah, that dude lives with in a 17 different It's just shack. a roof with like maybe two walls. He doesn't have a real wall. The guy could put his the hand through the towel wall. Bro. Yeah, like, just walk through like the Kool Aid man. Trust me, I got walls in my house. Barely. They're pretty thin, but I got walls. Barely, dude. I, <laughs> I'm gonna find you a new place. The homeless people aren't that bad. I promise you. I knock on wood. I go home today. It's gonna be a homeless dude. I got to fucking deal with. But the cops are very cool in my neighborhood. You are disgusting. <laughs> I am. And you are not a man. <laughs> and you are not a man. Bro, I'll be, I'll be handling You're my business lesbian. like a man, dude. You're a motherfucking lesbian, dog. <laughs> i known in my whole That's life. That's the opposite. i known in my whole life that so you were lesbo, lesbian, bitch. Dude. Well, guys, this wraps up this fucking disappointing episode of Jesus Brain. <laughs> it's an intervention. That's yeah, a fucking intervention, you jackass. Move from your fucking place. I will, bro. All it's right. time. Okay. I didn't know it was that bad. I thought it was like a one homeless person right, every bro, a few months. I got a lot of stories, okay? How many people have smoked crack on your doorstep, at least three. That's a lot. That's a lot. I've never had somebody smoke crack. All right, guys, on my doorstep. comment down below how many people have smoked crack on your doorstep, and then you guys will be amazed at the numbers. Okay, my mother does every morning. <laughs> <laughs> Family does not count. It has to be complete strangers. What is wrong with you, man? Do better. There's this one homeless guy that I'm really cool with, though. What's, What's his, his name? name? Uh, actually, I don't know his name, but like he take he he lives a couple blocks over, and he, he just fucking he says good morning to me every day. He's a fucking very nice guy. Love That's him. just a regular dude, man. I'm talking about the guys that <laughs> over here threatening your life. Yeah. Like, Six the lady five. inside said I could stay here. Yeah, yeah. Like, That's my wife, You know bro. what Tim goes? She goes, she goes, that guy, he was like, he was really big. He was going to, like, he could have beat you up. And I was like, man, I want to fuck that fool up, dog. Oh, I let him up. Tim up. Oh, wow. But she was questioning my Is that manhood. before or after you gave him your bank account number? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking pushover? <laughs> no, I send him money every month. He's oh, a dude, my God. Yeah, Venmo, Venmo. You know, it's, I, I, I respect you. <laughs> that's a different guy that's a different guy okay, I like shit. the fit the, the party out in the front though I kind of yeah, that's that, fucking funny like guy with a fiddle a fire, they're making s'mores and I shit. was really bad at the time <laughs> it's like a homeless dude dancing yeah. like. <laughs> good evening my lord would you like to partake in the festivities it's like bro the I was like why thank you and I sat down yeah. and I drank with them that's sure I won't drink with you guys but I'll drink with them you're fucking oh, ridiculous respect. Yeah. well guys we're not friends <laughs> You can find Nick somewhere dead in a ditch. <laughs> Dude. And Nick the ear. And you can find Patrick at Patrick.t.riley. Yeah. Everywhere. He doing stand-up. But he don't ever post when he does it. Like a fucking <laughs> jackass. So nobody ever knows. Yeah, you like me, bro. <laughs> no, I post sometimes. Some, I just don't post it. I should post it. More. You sometimes, motherfuckers. We, we, I, honestly, I'm starting to realize social media is important. A little bit. 17 years later. <laughs> 17 years later. Hey, dude, this house right here, it's like a house. $2,300. Let me see this. Where? On Hope Street see, in South Pasadena. He's, he's literally never looked. Bro, he's never looking. Two bed, one bath. Two bed, one bath. Perfect. Hey, 900 square feet, bro. Like, come on, dog. Like, well, how much like more do you house. need, dude? Our, our house is, is You just told solid. me your dick is the tiniest thing you've ever ones. seen in your life. 
There's bigger ones too. <laughs> but still, I mean, the location. Oh, this is not, oh it has a. Oh, this is nice. This is nice. Yeah, we'll move in. He tomorrow. found that in like three minutes. <laughs> yeah, that was like, that was quick. Send I haven't even looked through them. Just send it to Tiff out of nowhere. I will. Just I'm just text her right now. Her. And then just see what she says. Random shit. <laughs> you are such a loser. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> All right, guys, that wraps up for this episode of Jeans Brain. See you guys next week. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home it can be really hard to maintain it's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small well whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality it can be hard just to know where to start but now All you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.